0: Hey everyone, welcome to Would You Like Franchise with that and uh, this week. Oh, oh, oh Jack, oh, what's wrong? Oh, I just. Oh, sorry, I just just had a premonition. This episode's going to be really funny and insightful. <laughs> well, no, no reason to delay. It's final destination.
1: Your face looks really weird.
0: <laughs> it always looks like that. <laughs> Hey, Franchise hey, Jack. <laughs> it's Kellen. How you going, Great Jack? Great to see you and hear you as always. Yep, just right up in the microphone there.
1: Happy Sunday, Jack. Good.
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks for coming over. <laughs>
0: Hi, Callan. Hi, franchise fans. Welcome to another episode of Would You Like Franchise? With that, I'm Jack, and as you heard just before, I'm here with Callan. It's me, Callan, and uh, we watched uh, a franchise that I feel like I feel like maybe you've been hanging out for since we started. It's been on the cards oh, for a while. Yep,
1: and uh, yeah. I've been saving it. It's been in my back pocket. in my back pocket. We've pulled it out of the back pocket. Uh, it's a franchise.
0: Uh, the first one came out in the year 2000s, mm. uh, which means that very shortly this movie will be old enough for you to have sex with, and I think you would.
1: Mm. Yeah, like consensual sex. Yeah, obviously. Enthu-
0: <laughs> enthusiastic consent. <laughs> yeah. It's Final Destination. <laughs> one, two, three, four, and five. to just gonna thinking
1: about with. how you would have sex with a movie... How would you have that for the
0: movie, Jack? Get the DVD and.
1: Yeah. Just like get get a little (laughs) drunk.
0: (laughs) When I do it, though, I turn it around to the shiny side.
1: (laughs) You think of another DVD (laughs) Vertigo, it's (laughs) Vertigo. Hitchcock.
0: Um, Do you want to hear what happens in Final Destination? Yep. When boarding a Paris-bound plane for a field trip with 40 other students and teachers, high schooler Alex is stu- struck with a deadly premonition. He has a vision that the plane will explode, killing everyone on board. Terrified by what he has seen, he freaks the fuck out and demands to be let off the plane. A jock named Carter determines that this is finally his chance to beat Alex up, and in ensuing chaos, Alex, Carter, Carter's girlfriend Terry, Alex's buddy Todd, class weirdo Claire, teacher Mrs. Luton and Stifler are all <laughs> removed from the plane, only to see Alex's premonition come true as they watch the plane go down in a fiery fireball. 39 days later, after a memorial service for victims of the plane crash, Todd is killed when a chain reaction stemming from a leaky toilet causes him to be strangled by a clothesline. Mm. The police deem it a suicide but Alex and Claire aren't convinced and they sneak into the mortician's office to inspect Todd's body. The creepy mortician shows up and explains that by getting off the flight, the survivors have put a kink in death's design and now one way or another death is going to come to each and every one of them. The remaining survivors spend the rest of the movie succumbing to death's increasingly elaborate murder schemes including Mrs. Luton's house blowing up and Stifler being decapitated from the jaw up until ultimately Alex Carter and Claire survive, become friends and go Paris where Carter is killed by a big sign mm. how much sure, I don't know how it would have happened because Stifler gets like the top half of his <laughs> the top half of his head chopped off yeah that was sick I thought it would be really great if one of the other characters then said dude where's his head
1: <laughs> where's your head dude <laughs> um I don't know why but I've always just imagined that the mighty ducks were also on that plane I don't know why oh. there's just something about oh. it I <laughs> I just, I, I just like to think that that's why the Mighty Ducks ended with right. the Mighty Ducks were also
0: they're on their way to like the Goodwill Games. Yeah, and I was just, I've been
1: waiting with bated breath for the Mighty Ducks final destination crossover yeah, movie yeah, but it yeah. never came. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had a premonition about your death. Oh, did you, um, Jack, on the way here? Yeah, but I I stopped it just before before you arrived. There was a there was a truck that was going to hit you and run you over. But I um. I killed the truck driver, and he didn't hit you. So that's good. Um, <laughs> okay. Can you do me a favor, though? Yeah. Um, see over there on that barbecue, <laughs> I've got a box of rusty scissors, and it's right next to my collection of rare, incurable flesh-eating viruses uh, and 12 copies of Juice Bigelow the Mail Jiggly. <laughs> Could you just um I think that I might have left the gas on on that. Could you <laughs> just go uh get me a lighter for my cigarette?
0: You really gave me a lot of superfluous information to just ask for a lighter. <laughs> and there's one right
1: there next to you uh, on yeah, the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'll just light that. <laughs> right about now. <there>. Well, <laughs> oh, it seems to be out of lighter fluid.
0: That's funny, because I had a premonition that um, he would take up smoking and die slowly of lung cancer <laughs> over the next 70 years.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I didn't get as well. It's like, why didn't they just die of like um, real boring stuff? Yeah,
0: that... yeah. why does it have to be wacky incidents?
1: Mm. I guess it's more entertaining that way. See, I have a feeling that of all
0: the sort of late 90s to early 2000s horror franchises, mm. this is one of your
1: favourites. Is that correct? Um, Am I
0: right in saying that?
1: I think that it's one of the closest to my hearts in that I have seen every one of these movies at the cinema. Right. Okay. For the fourth one. Yep. Um, which is probably the worst one. Yeah. Okay. So but yes.
0: So you'd sort of make it, make a pilgrimage every couple of years when it came it out. It was
1: one of the first, I remember we had a, um, Argentinian exchange student staying with us when mm. I was, I would have been mm. under 15. Yeah. How old was I? 13. I would have been 13. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he bought me a ticket to go and see it, even oh, yeah. though I wasn't, like, you know, old enough to go to, yeah, yeah. to see it. And I, like, loved it. Okay. And then the second one I saw at, I don't know if you guys did this in Melbourne, but, like, on long weekends, they would do, like, movie marathons at the cinema. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you would watch, like, it would be, like, Easter long weekend or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. It would start about 9 o'clock, and you would just watch movies all night in the cinema, uh, yeah, and yeah, kids yeah. would just get raucous. Yeah, um, get all hopped you know, I would up always red go, go to the horror one. Yeah. And they had Final Destination 2 was one of those mm-hmm, ones. Mm-hmm. And that was fucking sick. Yeah. Then I saw Final Destination 3, and I was probably like 18 or 19. Uh-huh. And it was just not as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a bit sad. Mm-hmm. Final Destination 5. Blah, 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 blah. The next one I saw was Final Destination 5. Mm.
0: Which only came out recently, didn't it? Which
1: came out still a few years ago now. Yeah. But it was in 3D. Uh. And it was fucking amazing okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I have a soft spot for these films cool
0: alright well that's cool I'm looking forward because I have I seen them I've, I probably saw one of them I think maybe I've seen bits of the second one but I definitely didn't see any of them at the cinema mm. that was more your jam than my jam when mm. I was younger um, but I'm looking I'm kind of looking forward to the rest of them
1: it's such a good easy conceit like yeah. you yeah. don't need to like it writes itself Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure um and I feel like the the problem with the first movie is that it kind of, like, spends too much time just trying to, like, get us to understand mm. what the kind of plot of the movie is. Yeah. It's like, we get it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't die. Now they're going to die. Yeah.
0: Like, build, build the Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: and the second movie is, like, we'll get to that in a, in a bit. But, like, yeah. the second movie is just like, ah, you know what's going on.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling that the rest of them are just going to ramp it up more and more and get more and more silly and...
1: Yeah, I think the problem is that the, um, and not to, like, blow our next episode, yeah. but, like, the first one was pretty low budget. I think it did pretty well. The yeah. second one clearly had, like, really good money behind yeah, it yeah, for yeah. a, like, shitty teen yeah. horror movie. Yep. Like, that opening sequence is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fucking amazing. They got that sequel money. Yeah, and then I th- I have a feeling that the budget went down for the next couple, yeah, and then came back up again okay. for five. Okay. But um, yeah, this is um, it's good. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Did you like it? I did. <laughs> when I say it's a
0: good movie, it's a fun movie.
1: Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what I said. Um, a great movie. I
0: really like. It's sort of um. I got the feeling watching probably the first one more than more so than the second one. Mm. There's a lot about it that made me think of it as a really good like film school movie. Yeah, like, there's a lot of <laughs> the whole the whole sequence before he gets on the plane when he's sort of in the airport. Yeah, and he's noticing all these signs. Yeah, like it focuses on that focuses on the word terminal in Terminal 2, and the word final destination is written on his bags. And there's that montage, there's like four or five of those, and I just expected it, it almost felt like they were ramping up to be like the parody of the movie where he turns around and Tom Hanks' is The Terminal is playing on a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I, I do like that you can just, like, inject this morbid uh, meaning into, like, nearly anything. Yeah, yeah. There was, a seri- there was a scene later on in the second movie where one of the characters keeps looking around and it's like, there's... A woman walking dogs, but yeah. it's near a ladder, yeah. and there's like yeah. a guy crossing the road. <laughs> oh no! And it's just like you can. And I was just expecting it to cut to something, just like I don't know, yeah. like, like a man eating a hot dog or something, and just be like, oh god, no! There's danger everywhere.
0: Beware! It is kind of, um, it's, a, it's a really interesting idea to think about, and I think I don't think the film explores it enough hmm. that. That aside from all the wacky, like, death circumstances, like, this leads to this, which leads to this, which leads to this, and then eventually he gets, you know, yeah. his head gets chopped off by a flying bit of train. Mm. Like, the fact that you could just die at any time yeah. is fascinating mm. and terrifying. Yeah. And like, I was thinking about it when I was driving here, mm. like, I'm driving in one lane, and the cars are just driving in the other lane, mm.
1: and they could just hit me. Oh, yeah, sure. The line between life and death is very thin.
0: Yeah. But I I think the um, the film sort of it, <laughs> I don't the problem with that is that there's not really much else to say about it that, other than you could die at any time.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it doesn't. Um, it's difficult to know where to go with that premise because, mm. like, once you set it up, like, it's basically just watch everyone die. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which is fine, great, and good, good and, yeah.
1: Like, good on them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess what's good about it compared to like other slasher movies mm. is you don't need to think about like how the killer, yeah, like, you, yeah. like logic just doesn't become it doesn't an issue matter. anymore yeah. because it's just like it is all about like you know oh well that wouldn't happen it's yeah. like, well it you has know, to happen it has to happen. Mm. The thing that was a little bit like goofy about it is that like. Death is always like a puddle or or, yeah. or, a, or a gust of wind. Death is Alex Mack. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be a normal girl too, but it's <laughs> my best friend Ray thinks it's cool. <laughs> um yeah. So and how does the um the funeral the creepy funeral guy know so much about it?
0: Well, I thought maybe he was death.
1: Oh, right. So it's him. Well, Where- yeah, but then just because he played the Candyman,
0: did he play the Candy? I never saw
1: Candyman. Candy Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Oh,
0: not a mirror, doesn't count.
1: I was looking into your eyes like a mirror. <laughs> Does that count? Are your eyes going to shatter? If <laughs> come out? I think you've got to do it at midnight too. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. A lot of rules.
0: Um, yeah, I just think they. I think they needed a spooky, a spooky person in it because, like you're saying, death is just a puddle or a gust of wind or a.
1: Yeah, they needed someone to just like explain. It conceded yeah. yeah. Like, surely they could have just Googled googled it. <laughs> like, death, and then it just comes up with, like, a Wikipedia article. <laughs> it just explains, <laughs> when you don't die, but you think you're going <laughs> you to die, then you'll die in the order that you thought that you were going to die.
0: Mm. In increasingly wacky circumstances.
1: Yeah. And why is it such... It seems
0: to be such such a challenge for death to kill people. It's not
1: like... Well, it seems like Death has a sense of humor about it, yeah, and, De- true, and Death wants it. to like do it in the most kind of ironic and satisfying yeah, way yeah, to the yeah, viewer yeah. and visually appealing. Yeah, way. yeah, like it doesn't just like because you could just like oh he had a heart attack yeah. or like he ate something he was allergic to yeah. or like I mean some of the like the laziest ones was like the girl that just got hit by yeah a bus. hit by a bus yeah but they did it in a way that like in the context of the scene mm. was satisfying yeah. But I, it seems like death really gets off on just like constantly making Well, not even the person, because the person's always kind of oblivious to what's yeah, going on, yeah. but like Yeah, like is it gonna be this? Is, is, it, gonna be be this? Be this? is it gonna be
0: this? <laughs> and then it's suddenly
1: something else. Ah, they gotta wait. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
0: really enjoy how many times Stifler fell off his bike in this movie.
1: <laughs> I like that Stifler has like two characters that he can play mm. he's either like the really kind of like broy macho guy yeah or like the really kind of dumb um awkward guy yeah and this is one of his dumb awkward yeah. guy movies yep. and i like i i forgot that he was in it yeah and i was very happy that he was, especially when he got the top of his head like lopped off (laughs) and then he stood there for a second and fell over, which is probably one of my favourite things in movies Mm. when someone Mm. gets part of their head or body like (laughs) lopped off or they they get cut in half or something Mm. and then they just like fall apart slowly and they kind of make a little noise before they do it, like, (gasps) and then they... (laughs) and i think maybe that's why this series of movies is one of my favorite <laughs> this, horror films this, movie,
0: this yeah. movie should have been called people get split in half make a little noise and then go yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah
1: people get like their bodies all chopped up and yeah. then fall over in yeah. in interesting ways yeah
0: but it's not um it's not super gory like they don't sort of dwell on that that much I mean, it is it's a bit gory but it's not it's gory
1: but it feels less like there are slasher horror movies that feel more gory because of the maliciousness in the yeah, violence. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. see someone mm-hmm. getting like stabbed in the through the mm. throat or whatever, and it's like that's a man stabbing yeah. a young woman to death. Yeah, yep. and there's something very kind of like charged yeah, about yeah, that yeah, yeah. as a thing, <clears> yep. and it makes you kind of go, oh, why do makes I? Enjoy you it? It makes you, make you uncomfortable. This makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, this is this is more just like mm. the concept of yeah. death.
0: I think that's why I liked it. Mm. More than I generally like other horror movies because it wasn't. Yeah,
1: it wasn't fucking Castle Freak. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't sort of mean or nasty. It was
1: a little bit playful. It and, was funny. Did you? Yeah, uh, the second one probably more so. But yeah. like, I, yeah, I felt like. Maybe the reason that I like them so much is that each one of these sequences—I we, think we've talked about this before—but they're set up like a joke. Mm. They're kind of like there's the setup, and then it goes on this kind of long rambling story, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you get the payoff. That's kind of like kind of what you were expecting, but a yeah. little bit unexpected yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And it's just this visual, gory joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what's going to happen, and it's just fun to like sit there going, "Oh, is it going to be this way? Yeah. Like, oh, squeamy, squeamy, squeamy." <laughs>
0: yeah. But it's kind of—it's not. It's not squeamy, squeamy. It's more, it's suspense, but not. It's 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 sort of exciting suspense. It's mm. not like it's not dre- yeah. it's not suspense that you're dreading something happening. You're excited to see what. Well, it's how that, it's that H-
1: old Hitchcock thing of like, um, put a bomb under the table and tell the audience the bomb is there, and then a yeah. the scene of them just like drinking a cup of tea will be like amazingly, yeah, yeah. intense and interesting. It's like that the movie, like yeah. it, it's every scene is like you know this guy is next, you know he's yeah. gonna die, yeah, you know he's gonna die. In this scene, yes, and then it's just like all of these red herrings, and until like you oh. know he gets decapitated in a very yeah. amusing way, yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Um, did you notice that the FBI's FBI guy's name was Agent Shrek? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> was That'll, do <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, Agent Donkey. That'll do.
1: Somebody <wants> to... <laughs> Um, yeah it, it's a good movie it's a great movie yeah. it's a great movie it's a terrific movie what, else? what would you do if you were in this situation
0: well I mean the Buddha teaches us that everything is impermanent and everything's mm-hmm. interconnected yeah so if you're meant to go you're meant to go so
1: you just be cool with it I mean you just put on smash mouth just- just- <laughs> chill out go out doing what you love <laughs> yeah
0: Essentially, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because there's no. They don't. They don't defeat death, but, the, but they escape it. It seems like in this first one, mm. but
1: briefly. Briefly,
0: mm. and you can't escape it forever.
1: That seems to be the moral of the and story. They don't,
0: yeah, they don't defeat death. They don't. They don't remove it from the earth completely.
1: Mm. So, um... did you ever watch that show? This is a complete aside, but there was this Jim Henson show on the ABC called The Storyteller and it was like um, kind of weird grim style fairy tales mm. with like awesome puppets and shit. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I don't there's... think I watched it but I read about it in Jim Henson's biography. Ah, uh,
1: yes. Well, it was a good show and mm. it was like one of those shows that you see as a child and it kind of like Scars you because mm. it was like dealing with like complicated things like death, that yeah, you don't yeah, really yeah, that understand. you weren't
0: quite ready for.
1: Um, but in a way that's like really compelling, and it's mm. sad that kids are so like, yeah, you know, smothered and yeah, 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 out. Yeah, 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 just like sitting on their iPads and their double beds all the time, <laughs> wondering why they can't get a job, <laughs> or like getting thousands of dollars for opening toys on YouTube, anyway. <laughs> Jim Henson's the storyteller. We did, we did
0: spend twenty minutes playing the Dragon Ball Z fighting game when I arrived today. I am just so. a big child, <laughs> so,
1: so it's fine. Uh, but the, yeah, there was one episode where the um, this guy
0: millennials are ruining the Jim Henson storyteller industry. We're
1: both millennials. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, we suck. Mm. Why can't we get jobs? Would you like some avocado? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like uh, catches death in one of the episodes. Mm. Because um, his like wife is dying or whatever, and he has this magical sack where whatever he tells to get in the sack mm. will get in the sack, yep. and he like catches death. And he's like, death, get in my sack, <laughs> and death is like, all right, <laughs> and, you know, I'm, in it, and I go, I'm in there now, and then no one dies, but everyone's like really unhappy, and people are, like getting like wounded, and they're like, why won't I oh, die? <laughs> 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 and then so he ends up letting death out so people can die again because everyone's just yeah. like, oh, God! <laughs> oh, God! I think they're like, maybe I'm imagining this, but I think there might be like a battle scene where there's a lot of people like on the battlefield <laughs> oh, just being like, oh, 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 my life was pain. And um, <laughs> okay. and then he ends up um letting death out of the bag uh, and death goes back to killing everyone, but he mm. will never kill him. And then he just spends his years like walking the earth until he kind of like falls apart from old age Ooh. because death wouldn't take him. Yep. But he's, like, kind of still alive, but he's, like, a thing. Mm. Anyway.
0: I think I remember reading in the biography that Jim Henson always wanted to make this show, and yeah. then he started making it, and then all the networks were like, Nope!
1: I loved it. Yeah. I fucking loved that shit. That sounds good. I Yeah, like, all my favourite movies from when I was a kid, scared the shit out <laughs> of me. Neverending Story, that was yeah, a scary yeah, movie. Yep. Um, you know, Tool Time... <laughs> Tim the Toolman Timber Taylor? Timber Taylor Taylor Terrifying Terrifying
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he just got sliced in half and was about to fall over
1: Um, I can't remember why we were talking about that but yeah mm. Final Fantasy it's a good movie Final Destination Final, yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy was a good movie it's really lifelike human characters that were not creepy at all I really liked Final Fantasy <laughs> It's like they were Japanese, but they weren't. Mm. You know. <laughs> um, well, short and sweet, a bit like the movie
0: itself. But do you have anything else to add about Final Destination the first? Uh
1: yeah, it's good. Yeah,
0: it's real good. My favourite line is in it is when Carter, the jock, um, is everyone else is ex- they've basically figured out what's
1: happening. Yeah,
0: but then Carter's like, "No, I'm never gonna die."
1: Yeah, that was funny. Yeah that whole thing was great. And I like the out. what was your what was your favorite death?
0: Uh in the first one Actually, <laughs> usually my favorite death, and this might segue as well into the second one. Yeah. My favorite death of a character doesn't a character that's in the first one yeah. doesn't happen in the first movie. It happens at some point between the first and second oh, movie the because Alex... Guy. Yeah, Get hit Alex, by a Alex, brick. <laughs> Alex doesn't appear in the next movie Yeah, because you read in a headline yep. that he got hit in the face with a brick.
1: Yep. A that's it. Brick. A falling brick. I thought that was funny. There's no... <laughs>
0: Like, I would have thought it would have been, like, a nice tongue-in-cheek joke to be, like, in a bizarre twist of circumstances, a puddle spilt into that house and a and a fire extinguisher let off, which knocked over a cat, which ran onto the roof and a brick fell off and hit him in the face. Yeah. But no, there's none of that. He just got hit in the face with a brick. Yep. That's it. Lol. Do you reckon that, um, the... Apparently, he wasn't in the second one because of, like, a contract dispute or something like yeah. that. Yeah,
1: Because he was, like, um... I didn't know him from much other stuff. Like, he was in idle hands, I think. Oh, yeah. um, but my housemate was walking past when I was watching mm. it. And she's like, oh, that's Devin, whatever his name yeah. is. He's such a heartthrob. Mm. Apparently, he's a big heartthrob. Is he a big heartthrob? He's a big heartthrob.
0: Big hardthrob. Big heartthrob. <laughs> <laughs> see, I thought he grew up to be Jeremy Renner.
1: Oh, yeah. Hawkeye. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. What was your favourite death in the first one? Um, Like the because I mean I've got a soft spot for like people getting parts of their head and then they like and then they and stiffler as well that was good but I did really like the sequence with the teacher Mm. and then she like um when she like pulls the thing and all the knives fall in her yeah and then uh uh Alex like pulls the knife out and the police yeah. arrive and it looks like he's stabbed her to death. I yep. thought that was just like I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought that was just like a real like a really funnily staged like slapsti- yeah, it's slapstick it's slapstick. Com- it it's basically is, it's slapstick. It's absolutely slapstick. It's comedy. really gory slapstick. That's that, probably what this movie is so good.
0: Uh, and that was another scene that I liked um the where she's sort of wandering around her house and all these things are setting themselves up to happen and then eventually it all does happen she ends up with a knife in her Yeah. and there's a really obvious one of the doors she stands in front of has a um stained glass yeah. like dagger image on it mm. and it's so obvious and mm. in your face yeah same with the things I was saying earlier about like the terminal and final yeah. destination and stuff i just like how, how how i guess how unsubtle it is yes like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I also like <laughs> like the scene later on where um Alex is like going to hold up in <laughs> I like, like love when they suggest this to him as well his friend Clear Rivers. Clear Rivers. The his- character's
0: name is Clear Rivers. <laughs> Rivers.
1: It's like, okay, we're going to keep you safe, Alex. My dad has a really creepy old <laughs> cabin in the woods. That's got a lot of like rusty shit. The rusty sharp it's kind things. of falling apart. Yeah. You can stay there until <laughs> it's safe. And then this like sequence of things happens where like uh, a thing falls over and then a fishing rod like opens a door and he like slams the door at the right moment. And this yeah. like pair of scissors kind of like Go- goes, goes through, through the, door. the door. Yeah. Uh, and he's, like, saved himself for it. And then he, like, opens the door and sees that there's, like, a rusty old fishing hook in there. And he's, like, ah, tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, no, dude. No, no, like, no, those rusty the fence, scissors yeah. are going to get you. It's <laughs> <laughs> lucky I've had my tetanus shot, no. <laughs> Dad. You fucking idiot. <laughs>
0: Final Destination 2.
1: Mm. Final Destination Deuce, I think it was called. <laughs> One year after Final the one,
0: <laughs> one year after the events of the first film, Kimberly Corman is driving with her friends to spring break <laughs> and she too has a premonition of death. A truck carrying some big logs will crash on the highway, causing the best pile-up sequence I've ever seen. She freaks the fuck out and refuses to pull out onto the highway, and when the pile-up does happen, she saves the lives of a bunch of people stuck on the road behind her. including not her friend's butt. No, not her friend's. She didn't save her friend's butts. Including a pregnant lady, a cool black dude, a cop, a drug fiend, a mother and son, a recent lottery woman, a recent lottery winner, and a woman who's just kind of a bitch. Having once again had a spanner thrown in the works, Death gets creative and starts to knock off the survivors one by one. Recent lottery winner Evan gets a ladder in the face before he can bang any of the hotties blowing up his answering machine. (laughs) Teenager Tim is flattened by a big pane of glass and it's amazing. And Tim's mom has an unfortunate elevator incident which I'm pretty sure I confused with the opening of Speed 1. Kimberly suspects that she's in a sequel and recruits the only remaining survivor from the first film, Clear, to assist those who remain in their quest to avoid death forever. Kimberly, Clear, and the cop go and see the creepy mortician who explains that in this movie only new life can defeat death and the group figures that if they can keep the pregnant lady alive uh, long enough to have her baby, death will leave them alone for some reason. En route to the maternity ward, the drug fiend is sliced up by some wire and the bitch lady gets a pipe to the head. But Kimberly, Clear, and the cop make it to the hospital to see the wee baby get born. All seems well for about five seconds, but when Clear and the cool black dude are immediately killed in an explosion, Kimberly figures out that she got it wrong. Old Progo was never meant to die in the pile up in the first place, and the new life is going to have to come from somewhere else. Kimberly drives an ambulance into a lake, dies, and is resuscitated, and death's plans are thwarted once again. Or are they? Or are they? I guess they are until Final Destination 3.
1: But that guy, at the end dies. That's true. The little boy. But
0: people are people are just gonna people are gonna die.
1: People gonna die, die is gonna die. Cow. Yeah. yeah. Um. This is the greatest movie. I love this movie <laughs> so much. This is like, like this. The whole first movie was just like. Getting, you know, like, you know how when we watch Human Centipede mm. <laughs> and Tom Six was like... Well, you watched the Human Centipede. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You pussy it out. Yeah. <laughs> when we watched the Human Centipede and the interview with Tom Six was just like, I made the first Human Centipede yeah. to get people used to the idea of the Human Centipede <laughs> so that I could, like, <laughs> actually really get to the real Human Centipede yeah, yeah. movie in the second one. Yep. I feel like they did that with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the first movie was, like, very hung up with just, like, Hey, guys, stick with me here. Stick with n- It's a slasher movie, but there's no killer. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, what? That's crazy. <laughs> it's like fucking with my mind, bro. What? There's no killer. <laughs> How do uh, they die? <laughs> who kills them? A puddle? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, actually, yeah, a puddle. <laughs> it's,
0: it's quite often a puddle. It's, it's a puddle. Normally wind. a puddle. Generally yeah.
1: a puddle or a gust of wind. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this movie has no qualms. It knows exactly what it is, mm, yep. and it it just fucking nails it. Does it Does nail it, doesn't it's it? It's just like a series of immaculately put together scenes yeah, of yeah. rising suspense,
0: yep. jokes, yep.
1: funniness, and yep. that opening sequence is probably one of like the best put together like uh, car crash it's sequences amazing. I've ever seen.
0: It's amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it's even better. I mean, it's it's partially because. Um, it's a final destination, destination movie, and it's a it's a slasher movie. So yeah. there's a lot of there is a bit more gore in it than yeah. usual. But the fact that it's it's made better mm. because it's a it's a car crash sequence. It's better than uh, it reminded me like the, there's a car crash sequence in Die Hard Five. Yeah, and it's better than it's better than that because there's so much violence in it. Yeah, like it's a car crash sequ- sequence with realistic consequences.
1: Yeah, and it spends like 15 minutes just like. Setting up, setting up the field, yeah, to knock all the pieces yeah. down, <laughs> yeah. and it's just <laughs> like, the okay, table. there's this guy here, there's this guy here. They all have their little quirky thing, yeah. They're very stereotypical, but in a way that's not like, you know, annoying. Yeah. Like I, you know, the drug guy. I yeah. thought he did a good job, yeah. of being The drug guy, yeah, and the like annoying business lady. Like they all played their parts yeah, very well, for sure. And then when they got killed, it was great. And you know what <laughs> I realized is this movie is so smart. Because it's the only slasher movie where they get to kill all the characters yeah. twice. This is true. And it's this like... This is true. <laughs> I get t- and, like, I feel like the first movie kind of wasted the first death sequence like it was mm. kind of not particularly interesting yeah, like yeah, the plane yeah. just blew up and everyone died yeah, and there yeah, was yeah. like flames and shit yeah. but this one takes it time and yeah. everyone in the first death sequence gets their gets own a death little yeah. individual quite creative death sequences yeah. where their brains get splattered <laughs> everywhere and like you know it's not just like there's or you just see all the things explode mm. and the cars crash. Yeah. They all have their own little thing where like yeah, the yeah. log goes through the window yeah, and yeah. his brains get blasted yeah, out and the And someone, someone is like,
0: I think the mum is like half out the sunroof and half out the window yeah, and the yeah. car is flipping around. Yeah, It's incredible. And like, oh, it's fantastic. It reminded me a little bit of um, the, some of the fight scenes in the beginning of Deadpool.
1: Like yeah, like sure. Yeah, I know you. Fighting
0: mean. with realistic consequences where the guy gets smooshed up on the like road sign and why
1: stuff. Why is like I don't know. Maybe you don't feel this way, but why is gore so funny? Like why? Is, like because I like yeah. I I like gory. Mm. I I like horror movies. Yeah. but I don't. I I do still like horror movies that are like like scary, scary. Mm. But I like horror movies that are just like. Cartoonishly gory, yeah, wacky, and I think that they're fucking hilarious. I think
0: it's because I I, I don't know why, but it, it's it's like you were saying before, it's slapstick taken to its absolute nth degree. Yeah, and I think that, and I did I don't know why I don't think anyone's ever figured out why slapstick is so funny.
1: I think it like I have read about this, and it's like the the idea of um like status being removed by turning your body uh, yeah. into like um so, like into Something that has no control over itself, yeah, 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 yeah. like a, like a a doll falling, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I guess that the most extreme version of that is like when it's a dead body, and because yeah. it, it basically turns someone from being a person into, into a... just like a loose casing around a bunch of blood yeah. that is, is going to go splurty <laughs> everywhere <laughs> because it's getting crushed by a pane of yeah. glass, <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, that yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how well done that first sequence is. Like it's a
1: it's like a directorial masterpiece. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just like you know where everyone is in the mm, scene. Yeah. And you know exactly what's happening, and, and like the sequence, like, you're never just like, who's that or where are they in relation to the other yeah, person? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, to sound like an old man, yeah. filmmaking is kind of like lost that a lot of the time yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you go to see a movie. Like, I remember when we were talking about, um, in our famous lost episode mm. of Mad Max: Fury Road, yeah, 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 how we were just like, "Hey, how cool is it that there's this big um, car chase and you can tell where everyone yeah, is?" It's yeah, yeah. like, well, that's just filmmaking. Mm. Like, that's just how films should work, and yeah, you should yeah, be yeah. able to understand. Yeah, and I think we've just been desensitized that through years of like fucking Transformers, Transformers movies, stuff. yeah, where it's just like a lot of spinning and fast edits. Yeah, but
0: oh man, it' great. Yeah, it's so great, and it's so interesting how it has changed. Probably mostly for like our generation. Yeah, but I, I can't. I can't remember seeing this movie. I must have seen it before, but I can't specifically remember it. But I think about it mm. whenever I drive down the highway and there's a truck with big logs on it. Yeah like it's always coming to That's mind. the
1: other thing. That's the other thing that this movie does so much better than the first movie is that almost all of the deaths are related to stuff that we've kind of a little bit scared of already. Yeah. So like driving on the interstate, mm-hmm. getting into an elevator, going to the dentist. Yes. Yes. Like yes. all of these things. Being
0: smashed by giant planes of panes of glass yeah. dropping on us.
1: Or just like being in a hospital or pigeons. They are, yeah. but they are yeah, just yeah, yeah, things yeah. that yeah. you are you have this kind of irrational or maybe like pseudo-rational, but like yeah. out of scope yeah. fear yeah, of, yeah, 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 yeah. and totally playing with it in yep. a way that the first one was just like people are gonna die yeah. in like weird ways. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, this this movie is like the 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 peak of this premise. Yeah. Like they yeah. figured it out yep. and they made it and it's great. Yeah.
0: I do. I like and and you're right. Like everyone has has that kind of constant inkling that they're gonna be walking through a field and they're gonna get sliced up by barbed
1: wire flying yeah. through
0: the air at them from an exploding car.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's had that moment where like um the lift door kind of caught them for a moment mm. and you're like, oh God. Yep. Um or like, yeah, going to the dentist, mm. like that's a scary thing. Yep. Like for a lot of people. Um driving in a car. Yeah Seeing a log Yeah You know Scary Yeah Scary stuff People are stuff. scared of logs People <laughs>
0: um, There's a uh, great line So after After basically the whole setup is done And everyone's been saved Yeah And they're all They've all been taken into the police station And they're all kind of hanging out mm. There And they uh, They've Kimmel, been taken They've been taken There's <laughs> <Liam Neeson> there <laughs> Liam Neeson stars as Death. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, I think, is is uh, pointing out because she, she's been she'd researched the night before or something. or she'd noticed that it was you know a year since the yeah, the, the flight, flight one eighty crash, and yeah. she's she's saying the same thing is happening to me. And there's a classic scene where the one of the characters is explaining to the other characters and the audience mm. just reiterating yeah, what happened we, yeah. the thing that we already know, but. <laughs> I'm just going to read you the line that he says because mm-hmm. I wrote it down. Surely you must have read about the kid who had a dream about the plane blowing up, so he got all his buddies off the plane, and then the plane blew up, just like in his dream. <laughs> yep. I, I really enjoy like, I feel like there's, there's like 30 words there, and he could have said it in much fewer and not repeated himself for the times.
1: <laughs> um, one of my favourite lines in the movie is later on uh, when like the group are kind of uh, that's the other thing that's really good about this movie that mm. was missing from the first movie, is that it's got this kind of like 12 Angry Men vibe where there's like a bunch of characters who would have no reason to be around mm. each other, but they've kind of been pulled together by yeah, weird circumstances. Yep, yep. But there's a scene later that's why on...
0: I was so surprised when all their friends died at the beginning. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting them to die. I was expecting to have to deal with that fat-faced of the whole movie. I know, <laughs>
1: right? He was like such a... I'm so glad he died. <laughs> Look at those titties! <laughs> is he friends with those guys oh who knows man um anyway uh so the they're hanging out at the cops apartment and they're kind of like talking about how they're gonna deal with like death coming for them and Mm. she's handing them out cell phones for some reason which I didn't really understand um and I think it's like uh what was the name of the cool black motorcycle guy
0: um cool black motorcycle guy yeah
1: so he is like I think he's next um or he's He's up there. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, he's kind of mouthing off. And he's like, hey, yeah. this is going to keep you alive. This is going to keep your ass alive. Yeah. And he goes, my ass is alive. <laughs> Has been all day. <laughs> and I just got this like weird image of like this ass <laughs> that's just like alive. And it's like, what, you like got some kind of chronic diarrhea or something? Is that just a turn of phrase? <laughs> so that was my favorite line.
0: Yeah classic quality lines mm. um, what was your favorite death in this one
1: well obviously when the car explodes and then the uh, the two uh, the barbed wire fence kind of flies through that yeah. guy and like cuts him in half yeah but that I feel is like the obvious one that doesn't count yeah so my favorite death would probably be Oh, uh, I think just like As a sequence, Mm. the first sequence where the guy who has won the lottery is back at his apartment, because I think that just, like, everything in that scene is just so fucking good. Like, there's one thing we know about this character, is he's a fucking shithead, and he has a lot of money, and he has has not had a lot of money before now.
0: When he walks into the scene, he's been shopping, because he's won of the lottery. He's got... He's bought a new computer, and the Apple logo is
1: so big, and the fucking box is so big. It's It's like an iMac from 2001 or whatever. Uh, Yeah, and it's and it's this giant box. Yeah, uh, and oh, just like everything about that scene is great. Yeah, from him just like throwing the spaghetti out the window from what he ate last night. Because like, oh, he's such a cunt. (laughs) He wanted to die, and then just like not cooking the pan and and cooking the everything on it, and uh, and like having the big gold watch that get caught in the sink. Yeah and it, yeah, it is builds and it's hilarious. It is, it's terrific. And it nearly kills him so many times. Yep. But then it yeah, it's good. It's yeah, good. Yeah. That's a good scene. What's your favorite scene. death? I bet
0: just the the pane of glass dropping on the kid. That's is great. It's just amazing. Like Oh the the
1: reason that that's great is because <laughs> She keeps having these premonitions, right? Yeah. So, um, and she's trying to explain it to someone yeah. else. And he's like, what, do you remember the kid's name? Anyway, Tim. She's, Tim. She's like, Tim, Tim, he's going to get... Is killed by pigeons, pigeons? And, and the policeman's like, "What?" <laughs> and then when they finally track him down, yeah. they find him, and he's walking out of the thing. <laughs> There's all these pigeons, like, "Damn pigeons!" And he's like, "All right, pigeons!" Yeah. And he just like runs into them and just starts going, ah! <laughs> and all the pigeons like fly away, and like distracted crane driver, and the crane driver drops a pile of glass on him. But yeah. it was just like, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> And just the way the way that his body, like...
0: The way... That's it. It's the way that his body folds. Like,
1: it just, like, did they make his body out of, like, water balloons or something? Mm, like, it just been. fucking explodes, <laughs> and it's spectacular.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's the sort of thing that in most other movies, it would... Like, the we same saying before, it would make me uncomfortable. It would normally make me uncomfortable. But for this, for some reason, I'm just, like, I'm 100% into it.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. It's just a... It's just a bloody ripper premise of a yeah, movie. A yep. bunch of people, and you're just gonna watch them die in yeah. hilarious <laughs> no, no, ways. Continue, yeah. And you don't have to feel any guilt for it, no, because you're not like watching someone murder yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess there's like a lot of, um, a lot of slasher movies have this weird kind of like moralistic, like anti-sexual thing going yeah,
0: on. Yeah, yeah. There's no message. There's, there's no, no moral to the story. It's
1: just the moral of the story is everyone gonna die. Yeah. He's all gonna die. Probably in a hilarious way. Yeah.
0: And it's got no it's there's not maybe maybe I was saying before that it doesn't lean into enough the idea that death is inevitable. But maybe that's one of its strengths. It doesn't it yeah, it has no position on anything. It's just like look at all these things that are happening.
1: Yeah. And I mean I guess like when you boil it right down, like a lot of these things are the thing that's scary is like You're going to die, and you're going to die in a way that's probably not going to have any grand meaning to Mm, it. Yeah. And it's just going to be some stupid thing that happens to you. Yeah. Like, it's basically the fear of, like, I could walk out and get hit by a truck at any point. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. And it's, but it, like, but it makes it fun. Yeah. And I think maybe there's something like, some catharsis in watching that mm, mm. and just be, being like, oh, well, I guess there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Yeah, like, exactly. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. So just like... And you, maybe, know,
0: and you could think at least someone's going to be entertained by it.
1: Yeah, maybe I will have that second box of cereal. Maybe <laughs> co- <laughs> we'll have another fil- cookie. Dinner. Cookie. Yeah.
0: Good movie. Good Great movie. movie. Good movie. Good choice. Uh, shall we rank them up?
1: Yeah. 2-1. 2-1 for sure. 2-1. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I go two twice, because like, <laughs> I've watched the second one a lot. Yeah, um, and I've watched the first one like I watch it at the cinema, and then like mm. I think it's just been on TV a couple mm. times. And it's one of those movies where if I'm if, like flicking around and it's yeah, on, yeah. I will just watch it. But I'm not going out of my way to watch the no, first no no, but the second but one, the second you're... one, it, and like
0: second one is like um is is nature strip theater yeah worthy I reckon
1: yeah, and I think the other thing that I've done a couple times as well is just like. Just watch that opening 20 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so fucking tight. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and it does... Like, the rest of it is good as well, but, like, you know... Yeah. It's not often you get to see the entire cast of characters killed yeah. <laughs> within the first 20 minutes. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. And they do it all, it all over again. And the whole movie is, like, a lean 87 minutes oh, long. Oh,
0: mercifully short, these that's, ones.
1: That's how long... Every comedy and horror movie should be 87 minutes. 87 long. minutes, that's your sweet spot. That that's is the, sweet the spot. best amount of time for a yep. horror movie.
0: For sure, mm. for sure. Uh, well, yeah, I agree, 2-1. Um, but I'm looking. I'm really looking... Usually, because there's five movies in this franchise, yeah. usually uh, the five movie franchises come along and I go, oh, God, that's going to be a slog. Well, I,
1: I would say uh, temper your expectations yeah, okay. because three and four are not very good, well, but five is very five. good. Well, that's
0: exciting. Yeah, That's a big thrill.
1: Callan, what have you got to recommend for me? Um, well, uh, I'm going to do what you've done to me a lot of times, mm. and I'm just going to say a thing, and then you guys got to figure out <laughs> okay, how, to, yeah, yeah. how to loosely relate it. Cool. Um, I know, and you know, that I've been playing a new video game yes. called Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Fighters. No, yep. wait. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Okay. Dragon Ball FighterZ. Fighters. With a Z. Okay. Uh, which is basically like... It feels like playing the actual cartoon of Dragon uh-huh. Ball Z, uh-huh. and it feels real good, and it's real silly, and I haven't really been engaging in much else. <laughs> <laughs> so, relate that. Relate that. Big um, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, I guess one of the great things about fighting games is that they're like interactive slapstick in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and Finalist Nation, as we were saying before, is a lot like visual slapstick taken to its highest degree. Mm-hmm. I'll buy so, it.
1: Nailed it. Good one, Coxie. Nice. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated your self-congratu- self-congratulatory <laughs> high five as well. Uh,
0: I am going uh, to recommend two things. I'm going to do one, which I usually do, uh, one in my classic totally obvious recommendations that I'm getting coming to about a year after everyone else that everyone already loves. What did you watch on Netflix this week?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> no, the Netflix one is kind of a new one, okay. Okay. Uh, So the first one is Get Out. Yes. It's, it's so
1: good. It's very good. It's
0: so good. Yes. Um, and uh, the second one is um, The End of the Fucking World on Netflix. Oh, what's that? Uh, it's a series uh, it's a British series it stars the kid who was in an episode of Black Mirror who um
1: Oh the pedo kid?
0: Yeah, the pedo kid is in it. Oh no. And um he essentially plays kind of the same character. But it's about um that kid uh thinks he's thinks he's a psychopath and he decides like he spent his childhood like killing animals and stuff, like uh. all good psychopaths do. And then he decides he wants to kill a human. And um oh. he, but it's it's a dark comedy. Okay. So it's um Uh, he ends up going... (laughs) He winds up going on a road trip with this girl, intending her to be his first human victim, but then they kind of fall in love. Mm. So it's a dark comedy, but it actually becomes kind of sweet along the way.
1: And um, they... Yeah,
0: it's basically a British road movie about dysfunctional teenagers.
1: Right. But one of them might be a killer.
0: One of them might, might be,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. But it's it's, funny.
0: It's funny, yeah. It's funny and it's very well made and it's got a really cool, like, um, I'm pretty sure it's set present day, but it's Mm. got kind of a cool late 80s aesthetic to all the houses and the clothes and Mm. stuff. Um, And what's that called? It's called The End of the Fucking World Mm. and it's on Netflix. (laughs) And yeah, it's real good.
1: All right. Good rec. Yeah,
0: thanks. Um, the other thing that we should recommend is that you all tune in to our next episode, uh, because a bit of news, it's going to be the last Would You Write franchise with that ever. Oh, no. I know. I didn't want to tell you like this, but here we are. Oh,
1: I didn't think it would end like this, Jack. You could have warmed me up a little bit. (laughs) Nope. I'm done. Oh, shit. No, no, no.
0: We've uh, we've mutually decided that uh, this particular show, uh, we've achieved all we wanted to with this one. Um, we do have something else in the pipeline, something else exciting, um, so there'll be more news about that on the next episode. Um, and, of course, we are going to finish Final Destination. We're not going to leave it hanging like we have done with other franchises. <laughs> um, but, yes, we will be wrapping up the show. Uh, next week, uh, so it is going to be it's going to be a real doozy, mm. a real. Uh, that, and that's partly why we chose final destination for this one because it is going to be our, final, our destination. final destination. So we yep. anticipate dying. We're probably
1: going to die on on air. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Um, death by puddle, mm. probably.
1: Yep. I'm going to piss myself, and Jack's going to fall <laughs> over in it
0: <laughs>
1: into that box of rusty scissors over there. <laughs>
0: While I'm getting you a cigarette. I feel lighter. like
1: that box of rusty scissors is sitting kind of precariously next next on, to on the on on top
0: of the building,
1: mind <laughs> you. Yeah. And I don't know why I bought all of those like old dolls from that doll factory that, that had creepy- that fire. Yeah. In it. <laughs> but um you know what? Mm. Mikasa Sasuka. <laughs> Help yourself.
0: So, anyway, that brings us to the end of uh, Finalist Nation 1 and 2. We'll be back uh, with Finalist Nation 3, 4, and 5 uh, next time. Until then, get us on the website. Get us on the Facebook. Uh, and, yeah, thanks for listening. I've been Jack.
1: I've been Jack.
0: <laughs> You've been Callan. And um, should we head down to the pub, the Rusty Scissor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>